Alrighty, good morning everyone. Welcome to this Monday. And this morning we are in Matthew chapter 27. We're getting towards the end of our uh, Matthew's uh, devo Matthew devotional series. And this is talking about when Jesus goes before Pilate and uh, him defending himself and then Barabbas is released to the people. But I'd like to, uh, outside of the crucifixion and the profoundness of that, the stuff that we celebrate around Easter and the just the incredible truth that Jesus took our sin on us. There's a, a profound truth in today's um, text because the, the danger of today's story is that when we look at it, we go, you, I would have chosen Jesus. There's no ways I would have like gone with that guy Barabbas. Why did they pick Barabbas? This is so, man, they must have really hated Jesus. What was going on? So let me quickly read to you from verse 15 of Matthew chapter 27. It says, now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Barabbas. When the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Do you want me to release to you Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Messiah? For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting in the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders pers persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you, asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah, Pilate asked. They all answered, crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed, asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. And Pilate saw he was getting nowhere, but instead an uproar was starting. He took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. And so... I want to talk about Jesus and Barabbas as, as two, um, as representing two aspects of our lives, friends, because I think there is a, there is a reality that I, when I look at my own life sometimes, and this is my devotional, so I'm just sharing with you what I'm feeling this morning, that sometimes I, I still choose Barabbas over Jesus. Let me explain what I mean. Barabbas was not some psycho, um, angry, um, uh, you know, like a psychopath, serial killer, that kind of guy. If you go look at Barabbas, what he was, was um, he was part of a rebellion that rose up against the Romans. He was like a Jewish zealot. And he didn't just talk about stuff. He got stuff done, right? So he was part of an uprising, a Jewish uprising, because remember, at this time, the Jews had been, they were under subjugation to the Romans. So the Romans had occupied, they'd come and, and conquered Israel, and they were occupying the land. And so Israel was living with this, this foreign force that was occupying them. And Barabbas was one of the zealots or one of the revolutionaries who was going to you know, drive the Romans out and try and set the, um, the Jews, Jews free again, set Israel free. And so he killed some people in that rebellion. And so that's why Barabbas was in prison. So this guy was like a freedom fighter, like Che Guevara kind of character, you know, like... Ooh. Um, that, that's why they call him a well-known prisoner. He, he was a favorite of the people. Jesus, on the other hand, was the person that God had sent to truly set the people free. And the freedom that Jesus was going to bring would eventually lead to them being, you know, set free not only from the Romans, but set free from everything. Because in our relationship with God, we we no longer subject to um the, the 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 stuff that goes on in the world, we live with it, but we are truly free, right? Because we live in a, a new kingdom. Jesus was ushering us into a new a new kingdom. 
But the Israelites this time were looking for something more practical. And friends, I look at my own life sometimes, and sometimes when I look at what God has offered me, right, and the freedoms that God has offered me, they don't look quite as sparkly and shiny maybe as the the stuff that I want God to do for me. Oftentimes in my prayer and in my um, reaching out to God, or just in my speech and what I'm saying, so I'm looking for action. I want God to do stuff now. I'm looking for someone who's, I'm look, yeah, I'm looking for a hero. I want stuff to happen right now. I, I can't handle the way I'm feeling right now. You know, um, at the moment we're in this um, interesting, uh, we're still in lockdown, like, you know, nearly, uh, or over more than a year and a half later. Some of us perhaps are feeling a bit frustrated with that and all different kinds of things that, we, that we're facing at the moment. We're looking for action and we just want to rebel and reach out and, and smash out. And so our lives and our decision making is driven more by the situations and our needs. And they supersede what God says, right? So we look at our needs and our needs shout much louder than what God's word says. I look at my situation and so I look at my situation and I interpret God from my situation rather than looking at my situation through how God sees it. And I've come to see, friends, over time that to be able to stop and say, Lord, what are you doing? What do you want from me? What does your word say about dealing with a specific person, dealing with a specific situation, all those kind of things? It's the choosing Jesus over Barabbas because sometimes it's so much easier just to be like, you know what, crucify Jesus. And that maybe this sounds a religious to you. Maybe we don't go this far, but really it is, friends, because we say crucify what God wants. Because I want what I want. I want the Barabbas. I want some action. I want stuff to happen for me now. I'm sick of waiting. And, and perhaps for some of us, we're single and we're looking for a life partner. And so there's patience and waiting and allowing relationships to, to godly relationships to develop over time and to find the right person. We just, nope, just jump into any relationship I can and just go for it because the heart wants what the heart wants. And it's one of the things, you know, kind of catchphrase in the world today. Friends, when we live our lives like that, we're doing exactly what these people did, the Jews did at this time. They wanted Barabbas, right? They wanted their action man, the guy who actually did something. Not understanding that God's ways are not our ways and his ways are much higher than ours. And so to take some time of a prayer, take time looking in God's word and allow him to begin to speak to us about our situations, about our families, about our jobs, about our thought life, uh, all kinds of different spheres of our lives where we take control. And we want, to, we want to do the thing, um, the Barabbas thinking, rather than submitting to God and saying, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. So hopefully that's helpful and gives you a slightly different view on this text today. Can't wait to see you later on in the week.